to the very first Writer's Bookshelf podcast with me, David Driver. And for all of you that are, are listening now, welcome on board. And I'm going to start with a shout out to my good friend, Mr. John Hardy, what a fantastic piece of music that is. Some of you may recognise it if you know me from other uh, other broadcasts and other, other things that I do. We've called that one Lost for Words, a fantastic piece of uh, a fantastic piece of music and composed and performed by my good friend Mr John Hardy so John a shout out to you my friend if you are uh, listening to the podcast it's just a little snippet of about 30 odd seconds and it's three minutes in its entirety which hopefully I will be um Playing, playing later on in 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 later episodes of of the uh, podcast. Well, what is the writer's bookshelf all about? It's all about giving people a voice. The writer's bookshelf is here to promote poetry. Uh, short stories, novels, writers, novelists, whatever you want to identify as. If you are weaving your words of magic, I want to know. And I've got some fantastic, some fantastic guests lined up for you and all different stages, all varying stages of their their careers. And as I said, if you want to get in touch, if you want to be part of the show, I'll be giving you some... uh, some details a little bit later on. The podcast is going to be around about 45 minutes to an hour. So if you want to pop in and see me in the studio, then get in touch, more details to follow. It does seem a little bit strange saying the uh, the writer's bookshelf. And I thought I'd just introduce myself if you don't uh, if you don't already know. I have for many years been presenting and broadcasting via radio and I've made the switch now over to the uh, over to the podcast the podcast format and let's talk a little bit about the about the cockwinkles by the time you are um Every time you're listening to this, you can hear the chair creaking. It's 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 not my bones. It's the it's the chair creaking, and I've got a cup of tea at the side of me. And you will know many people will know me. Um, I like to do things live. In a way, it's a contradictory term. I know it's a um, it, it is recorded, but it's live. I don't. I'm not really a big fan of editing. I love the live shows. I love doing the broadcast via radio and such like. And I know there's many people out there that's sort of constantly editing things. So it's just, I like to do things in one take or possibly two at the most, unless unless something, unless fire breaks out or we get uh, invaded by aliens or something like that, a werewolf attacks, then uh, I, I shall continue. So everything is just as you hear it. So by the time this podcast goes out, just thought I would... Um, Give a big thank you to all you people that have been listening to the Cockwinkles because this is the first episode of the uh, of the writer's bookshelf. But the podcast is the Gingerlicious Company presents, and we're interested in poetry, writing, novels, anything weaving your words of magic. Got some fantastic interviews, but also some plays. And I think by the time, as I said, there's probably going to be at least about three, maybe four episodes of the Cockwinkles. 
um, that you'll, that'll be up there for your availability. And what a laugh that we've had doing that. So thank you for all your downloads and thank you for all your comments and feedback. It's been an absolute pleasure to... Um, it's been an absolute pleasure to uh, to put that together. And I've got something lined up. I'm not going to say much more about it um, because I'm, I'm going to get some interviews together and tell you a little bit more about the, how it all sort of came together and what a massive sort of Waterloo, what a massive Waterloo it um, it was. But uh, again, thanks for everyone that's tuned in um, and given comments about the uh, about the Cockwinkles. Six episodes in total. As I said, probably about four episodes up there whilst you're listening to this. A couple more to go. I'm working on Series 2. Um, don't want to say too much about it, but Series 2, another six episodes. Regarding radio players, two more in the pipeline. One called Kevin Drumstick, which will look at um, look at schools through the eyes of, of teenagers and one particular teenager. Um, indeed, Mr. Kevin Drumstick... Got that drafted, just put in a few final... Well, recordings haven't taken place yet, so again, that will be a comedy. And if you want a little bit of horror, a little bit of horror and a little bit of... Uh, to be scared, I've also in the process of um, recording a uh, completely different to all the comedy, <clears throat> and that will go by the title of The Purple Orchid of Ulysses Doyle. And so three radio plays, we'll say radio plays, podcast plays if you like um radio um plays that go out on on the uh, on the airwaves well poetry is the theme for uh, this evening as i said probably going to do the podcast in, in sort of six blocks so we've got six episodes per play um we've got six episodes of the poetry six episodes of short stories and um and that sort of thing. So what I'm going to do this evening is, um, or I, I don't know why I say this evening. I was, <laughs> I'm laughing there. I'm so used, I'm so used to, um, and this is what I like about doing the live show. What I'm going to do in this podcast? Come on, David, you can, uh, you you can do it. I always say from about 2016, from about 2016 to about a couple of weeks ago, I've always said evening and <clears throat> I'll just have to forget that. I'm going to share some of my. Um, going to share some of my poems with you from a from my last collection, and I've got some new ones just at the side of me, which I am, uh, which I'm currently working on, and the um, the latest uh, offering from myself goes by the title of Red Brick Wall and Other Northern Poems. I um, depending where you're listening in from, we've got a big percentage of of people in the uk and all you people in lovely bonnie scotland i'm intrigued as to who you are i have a good i've been thinking about this and i might have guessed one of them there's about five or six people downloading the podcast so thanks ever so much for that we've got someone over in colorado so i'm going to say hello to all my friends in colorado and i do know you've downloaded it as a um you know, as a family, so just one download, but it's it's for the family. So I hope you're doing all, uh, all you're doing all, you're all fine and dandy, as we say in the UK over in uh, over in the gold US of A and down under. Yes, I know who it is. Good evening to you, uh, or hello to you, should I say again? Hello to you in uh, in down under in sunny Australia, and I have sent you a message. You just spread the uh, spread spread the word. 
and uh, and go for it. Okay, let's share some of these stories. Most of you will uh, will know most of the UK. <clears throat> if you don't, now it's time for a geography lesson. Um, I now live, or me and my family, me and the family live in a lovely place called Silsden, West Yorkshire. But I was born and bred in uh, about three or four miles away in uh, a place called Keithley. So Red Brick Wall and other northern poems is, it's all about, it's all about me growing up. Um, I'm not in my 50s now. Married, kids, grandchildren, that sort of thing. Good as me, you sound old. No, I'm not. Um, you're as old as what you feel. And we're... Uh, Everybody, everybody has different memories growing up. So this sort of um, this collection goes from it got it ends at present day. I'm just thinking now it goes back to probably early teens, thirteen, fourteen ish, few up to sort of going out for a drink um, at the uh, you know go for a drink for the first time and various parts of me growing up. And some of you may well have heard these poems before. Obviously, a big fan of the open mic, and I'm going to share some of these with you. Before I do, what can I say about poetry? I would never, ever, ever thought that I would be um, sharing or writing any poetry. What's it all about? Well, it's a fantastic question, and can you really answer it? Um, Poetry can be written for open mic you've got poetry slams, you've got the open mic, various competitions. You can just sit down in the comforts of your your home and just enjoy it. Some poetry can be just penned, you know, for reading, the enjoyment of the um of the individual. And and I think that I think poetry is surely it, it it is driven by emotion. The reason I do like writing poetry, it's a fantastic escapism from the real world, or is it the real world? Who knows? The daily humdrum of work. You could think you know it's family life. You've got your family life, your working life, all the sort of pressures and the daily sort of routines. It's purely emotion, and I think poetry is brilliant because you may well write a um. A series of poems, as I'm going to share um, shortly, about growing up in Keithley and Northern poems and living in Silsden. You might have a load of poems about about nature, about being happy, going on holiday, loss, anger, grief, loneliness. Purely driven, driven by two things. I would say it's driven by emotion. It, it's driven by emotions, feeling three things really: emotions, feelings, and of the moment. Poetry is current, but then again. It could be reflective, it could be short and sweet, or quite sort of epic. Um, might be what I call story poems, um, and I'll be sharing some of those in the later podcasts. Um, it may well be, it may well be short rhymes. Um, it could, this it could be, it could be a haiku. I just love the the poetry and how people, <clears throat> excuse me, how people deliver it. So I think. To break down barriers, I've been involved in various projects. I think I think the stigma of poetry is that you need to possibly have um, attended university and possibly have a degree, be reading and writing. But I am a big believer that poetry is for anyone. You know, so if you're out there listening to this podcast, just start writing a few ideas, get a few ideas down. Um, 
and and see what you think. Don't, doesn't have to rhyme. Doesn't have to. Doesn't have to follow any pattern. All that can come later. Just pen your words. Enjoy the words. Get the emotion out there, and you're probably find that when people listen to your words or read your words, they connect with you. I'm going to stick, I'm going to start, should I say, with one called Barstool Know It Man. And this one's a little bit of a favourite now, I think, on the um, on, on the open mic. It's Barstool Know It Man, and it's about going drinking for the uh, about going drinking for the very first time and obviously at the age of 18 not a day older not a day younger I'm only joking and for me I left school at 16 and and I started working on the building sites and went in to uh, in the world of plumbing my my career started as plumbing plumbing and gas engineer goodness me and now you're podcasting and poetry um and it's a big shock you're at school with all of the school days you go out into the big bad world and you go into the pub or a pub and there's always someone that knows you. There's someone that knows you. And it's like a new a new sort of a new entity. And you you know, you you're working in a in a in a man's world, as we used to say, you know, big grown up world and there's all these colourful characters. <clears throat> so I'm sure people may well um connect with this. It's called Barstool Know It Man. <clears throat> he is the Barstool Know It Man. The sea facts of all knowledge sought. He's been in every world war, and every battle, and every campaign fought. Spoke at leading universities, and every professor taught. He's welded up the Titanic, been a Formula One mechanic, tamed a Bengal tiger, and didn't panic. He knows your mum, he knows your dad, he knows where you have worked. He knows your brothers, he knows your sisters, even though you don't have any, and says that you look like his best mate, which would be allotment Benny. Barstool know it, man, has a woodbine aged old face, with nicotine fingers that remind him to light up once more. His suit's not bad, but fashion dates maybe needs a good dry clean. Memories flit within his eyes, a loss of wife, who went by the name of Jean. Conversation's never empty, but his pint glass is never a matching pair. A nod, a smile. Aye, lad, all right, lad, yeah, cheers. I'll get the, uh, I'll get the next round in, lad. Yeah, yeah, it's on me. But you never will, because you are the barstool know-it man, with conversations, occupations, folk alive, folk dead, cars bought, latest fashion, the war and the ration, all lived through a pint and a cig, down at the local pub, with the bar as your constant gig. Thank you for... uh, Listening to uh, that one, Bar- Barstool Know It Man. I um, I tell you, I'm just going to read through this. I had them in a particular order, and I'm laughing because now we're going to the chippy. I'm sure we all know what the chippy is, the old fish and chip shop. Um, this is going back to childhood memories, and <clears throat> in fact, the chip shop I refer to wasn't far from the pub. Um, over in Keithley and um, 
Anyway, it's um, I can remember I'm one of uh, with three the three of us I'm the middle I'm the middle brother goodness me you all say, and um, Fridays yes Friday fish and chip day fish and chip night and we used to walk down to the fish and chip shop. Now it has to be said some of you will know what a scone is some of you may well have a. Um, different interpretation of a scone and i'm saying this well a scone in my world is you can get fish and chips or buy fish and chips and a scone some of you might know as a fish cake it's got the batter and it's fish and layers of potato inside that may well become relevant and we got old dad we got old dad in all his in all his generosity um and it's called it's called chippy so it's really just about coming up from school and and uh, i can remember walking down to the uh, the fish and chip shop in a variety of with both brothers one brother or just on my own flying solo flying hand solo so this is what this one <coughs> excuse me this is what it sounds what it sounds like chippy come rain come sun come shine we queued outside looking grand and fine on cobbles well worn with workers' feet, for our newspaper wrapped, Friday tea time treat. Edging nearer, things became clearer, as the delicious smell brought hunger, and we caught sight of fresh fried fish and scone delight. Scraps to the side? Shall I bother? Hmm. I'll have to decide. Hot, don't touch, were the words on the counter of steel. But we couldn't resist. It was warm to the touch, warm to the feel. It's a family effort, and the lady gives us a smile. Her husband fries more fish and says, They'll be ready in a while. Wrapped up well in yesterday's news headline. A little salt and vinegar will do just fine. We handed over a fiver, got the change and were gone. Taking away no fish because our dad would only pay for a scone. <laughs> so that's that's that one. Um, okay, a little bit sad now. Just slowly change um change to change this sort of uh, genre <clears throat> and this is called mr lonely this one could really um this this poem could really apply i think to anyone anywhere in in the world um and it's just picking up from i suppose really a lot of my poetry is is i do, I do like the rhymes and i do like the funny side and i do like to make sort of jokes of things to try and humour people and make light-hearted, make people feel happier. Um, like a lot of gothic poems, like going to Whitby and stuff, so that's probably for another podcast. And as I've said previously, or about sort of 15 minutes ago, um, storytelling poems, which again will go, will come a little bit later, don't really go a lot down the... Um, political route or go down the uh, down the sort of headline route but, but every now and then i dip my toe in there this is called mr lonely and just gathered from from things happening around as i've been uh, as, as you get a little bit older and grow up mr lonely photographs of my family as i don't see them in the flesh rooms 
have become cold and desolate, just like my heart. Let someone else recycle the cans in the garden. I didn't throw them there. Maybe the children are lonely. They don't seem to talk to each other, only to their phones. Mine is in a box, uncharged, just like I'll be one day. Let the foul graffiti on the door be a savage reminder to those in charge. The last time I set foot on a beach, six of my best friends were taken from me. Laughter is hard to recall, but crying is a constant. Can I still hold a conversation or only speak to myself? Your very own Ben Gunn but I never really cared for cheese. One week later, not big news, nobody cues, empty pews. Another Mr. Lonely, gone, deleted, dead. Hope you like that one. Um, yeah, little bits of, of modern times. You can probably hear me flicking through the pages. That is what happens. Some of these I can remember. Some I can't. Okay, let's move on now to a little bit of punk. And the story behind this one is I'm just that little bit too young. Um, my wife, my wife will not mind me saying this. She's one of the original punk rockers she loves punk she's there with the old the original 76 77 johnny rotten sex pistols all that the original or one of the original punks and i'm i consider myself just that little bit too young really and what i mean by that is too young to go to the gigs and you know you can listen to songs on vinyl back in the old days you know back in the day vinyl radio stuff like that but not really part of on on the on the gig scene and the pubs and that sort of thing, but I can remember, um, you know, obviously in Keithley growing up and seeing all these people with with leather jackets and pink hair and green hair and piercings and such like, and I thought, yeah, you know, what's all this about? So this one, <clears throat> excuse me, this one's about punk. It's called Punk. Ice pop coloured lips. Safety pins, excessive, excessive zips, tab end, rebellious, long draw on sig, looking cool against a wall, queuing for a gig, half empty pint glass, unacceptable and crass, but you didn't last long, I was too young, and then you were gone, scar. New Romantics, Adam and the Ants, Iron Maiden, playing on the 45s, and we queued just the same outside the pubs and the dives. My take on punk. Okay, what is up next? Let's just have a look. I shall filter. I shall filter through. I won't give you... Um. Okay, I'm just, I'm just thinking. Just bear with me. I'm just, I'm just thinking which one to, um, which ones to do. Okay, I've got one here called um, another, another sad one. Really, look at the sad one out of the way. Cardboard Lenny, 
Um, this this one was inspired by obviously going back or sometimes you know driving through my uh, this old town, my old town hometown of Keithley, and my eldest daughter in lives over in um, in Todmorden, and you're walking around various places, <clears throat> and it's all to do with it's all to do with homeless people, and this was called cardboard cardboard Lenny. Trying, trying, trying hard. Keeping warm with a tub of lard. Striving hard to save every penny. But to be quite honest, I haven't got many. I go by the name of Cardboard Lenny. Pot noodle, what a treat. Laceless odd shoes on my feet. My heart pumps with a broken beat. No shortage of houses due to Amazon obsession. But I'm trying my best to make a little progression. Can I sleep in God's house if I come to confession? Cardboard Lenny, the man in the box. Cardboard Lenny, he's got no socks. Cardboard Lenny, the gimmick in the park. Cardboard Lenny, not nocturnal, but in the dark. Cardboard Lenny, penniless and poor. Cardboard Lenny, he's not there anymore. Sad poem, but reflective of our times. Um, what I will say, I'll just take a, a short break <clears throat> from the, excuse me, short break from the poetry there. And as I've said, if you are um, listening to the, if you're listening to the to the podcast, and as I said, my name is David Driver, the uh, I suppose really the 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 brainchild driving force behind um, behind Gingerlicious, the Gingerlicious company presents. And um, if you do want to find out. Um, a little bit more about myself and what uh, and what's happening. The best way to do that is just go to the. Obviously, some of you are on. Um, you've downloaded the uh, the podcast. You may be on Podbean. That seems to be popular. You might be on Amazon Music. All the various sort of um, platforms. If you want to go to my website, and it's very easy indeed. It's David Driver. Um, David Driver author.com so www.daviddriverauthor.com get yourself on there and there's not only um not only information about the uh, about the podcast obviously the cockwinkles are up there a little bit more information or further information about the cockwinkles there's things about poetry open mic sessions writing all the sort of creative outlets i do but more to the point, you can get in touch. And if you want to email me, it's the Gingerlicious Company. That's the Gingerlicious Company at gmail.com. But if you go onto the website and guide yourself around there, um, contact details, there's a telephone number, I've got a WhatsApp group on where I'm on Instagram, I am on Twitter. And also, I can you find me on Facebook if you want to do that. And that is again, it's David Driver author. I've tried to put more things under David Driver author or the Gingerlicious Company. So get in touch. And if you want to, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, what I normally do, just like we used to do with the radio show, based in Silsden, 
get yourself over to the Gingerlicious Studios. You can meet me. We can have a pot of, pot of coffee, tea, laugh and a joke. Nice relaxing atmosphere. And it's all about you. Probably looking at around about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, come and share some of your poems. Tell us what, uh, you know, share your poems. Tell us what they're about. And let's get to know you a little bit better. You know, what's your inspiration? Family? Do you like do you like red wine? Do you like going on holiday to Italy? Do you like skiing? People like to know a little bit about you. So pop in and, uh, and have a chat. You may well be a playwright. You might be a short story specialist. You might be a novelist. Just anyone weaving their words of magic. And please do not think that the podcast is all about published authors, published poets with 20 books. Um, 20 books to their name and you're on the shelves and you're known not just nationally, you're known globally. No, it's not about that. I want to give people a voice on the podcast. You may well have just penned a couple of poems. Come in and have a chat. <clears throat> Come in and have a chat with me. It might be a family, brother, sisters, something like that. Let's get it out there. Let's get your voice out there and find out a little bit more about you. I also, if you want me to read out, what I will be doing is, if you want me to read out some of your work, I have a couple of Facebook sites. Um, going right back to the early days, I sometimes, to this day, sometimes write or pen poems and perform under the name of Arthur G. Mustard. That is Arthur G. Mustard. And it's just that when I first started out, um, writing, I went obviously by David Driver, and the poetry came sort of second somewhat. So I just chose a bit of that just random name. I'll I'll tell you more about how that name came about a little bit later. Um, so if you go onto Facebook and you type in Arthur G Mustard's Gingerlicious Poetry page, you can post some of your work there. It's a private group, and if you don't want me, if you don't want to be interviewed, I can share some of your work there. <clears throat> and uh, do it that way. Also, if you go, as I said, get in touch with me, get in touch down the usual channels, I can air some of your work. If you don't want to do an interview or um, be live on, on the podcast, you know, be in the studio, if that's not your thing, if you send me um, send me a recording in MP3 format or WAV format, W-A-V, it's WAV, I can do something with it. I'll probably be putting some podcasts out there with uh, your work, I can give it a little bit, a little bit of an introduction and play some of, <coughs> excuse me, not only play some of your, um, play some of your poetry because some of you might put music to it, but I can, I can just read it out and hopefully, um, do it a little bit of justice. And I also have the poet's pasture, the poet's pasture again. That's a public group. Guess up on Facebook. It's also up on the website, and that is a little venture in Silsden Park. It's a beautiful place in Silsden Park to imagine, create, and inspire. I've got some fantastic, um, just a lovely, beautiful grass area with wild flowers, roses, apple tree, plum tree. Just a lovely place. So come and visit that if you want, and you can also post your. Uh, poetry, short stories and photography and things up there. So that's another place to uh, another place to connect. So as I said, it's probably um it's a, it's just a, another step forward for some people listening to the uh, the podcast. 
But if you are tuned in for the first time, I'm going to have to take a drink of tea. Live on the podcast, you know, my voice is going, no, it's not. Um, so if you want to get in touch, probably the best thing to do is get yourself on the, uh, get yourself on my website. And obviously all you people out there that already know me, you know how to get in touch. Okay, I want to be bionic. What am I talking about? Goodness me, let's go back. If you are old enough, I can say that now. Steve Austin, absolutely fantastic. Grew up watching all those wonderful programs like The Bionic Man. So this next point is um, it's about all those sort of dreams. And I know the youngsters get a hard, t- a hard time now about, oh, they do this, you know, the, 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 the drinking and, and they're taking all these pills or something like, you know, drugs about and everything. And I know it's possibly not a, uh, a good sort of thing. But, um, you know, back in our glory days, used to run really slow, thinking you had bionic eyes, bionic legs. And I can just imagine people um, driving past schools thinking, um, what, Albert, what else? Why are those people, why are those, why are those kids running really slowly? And what they're doing and thinking they've done this and, oh, they're watching that program called, uh, you know, Bionic Man. I love the Bionic Man. Um and again, this is a favourite, really, because I can't really do the actions on on the podcast. And uh, but it's a I like performing this one on the uh, on the open mic scene because it makes people laugh. It's called "I Want to Be Bionic." I want to be bionic, just like Colonel Steve Austin. I can't understand the clues on three, two, one. But, but I'm going to start that one again. You know, it's life. <laughs> I do apologise. Here we go. Right. I want to be bionic, just like Colonel Steve Austin. I can't understand the clues on 321, but would like to win a dusty bin. I want to be bionic. I have a crush on Daisy Duke. I want to meet Obi-Wan Kenobi and go by the name of Master Luke. I want to be bionic and be a pupil at Grange Hill. Can I be on Cracker Jack? A dream I could fulfil. I want to be bionic and sing on the Muppet Show. It looks like it's not happening soon. So school, I'll have to go. My apologies for that little... It happens. It happens to the best of us. And just bear with me while I... Here it is. This is the one. I'm going to do one more from from this collection. And then I'm going to go over to um i'm gonna throw a couple of new ones in there this one is called woolworth's girl and you'll know now woolworth's is sadly no longer here and in keithley we had a a really good woolworth's i can remember going into woolworth's and this is possibly well it is not possibly it's about it's about a crush really um and i'm sure you'll understand when you hear the poem woolworth's girl i might just have a couple of quid, a couple of pound notes, or maybe 50p. Pick and mix? Well, uh, I I don't really fancy that. A seven-inch single, a corgi book. I know, I'll just walk around a little bit more, but won't make eye contact, or worse still, have to speak. I will be redder than a tomato. 
and speak a language unknown to mankind, as my mouth instantly becomes drier than stale bread in the midday sun. You, you are the perfect 80s girl in every way. Hair, eyes, makeup, smile, everything. You're not going to look at me with a baldrick pudding bowl haircut, shit shoes and a Keithley Market coat. Why would someone in the upper six do that? I'm just a geeky lad of 14. And anyway, your boyfriend looks dead hard. But his clothes are cool. And he has a decent haircut. Thank you. So, I am actually, I do have one more. Just please bear with me while I find it. Because while I'm flicking through the book, why does this always happen? It always happens, doesn't it? And, um... It's, it, it's, this one is not set in, um, I found it. This one is, is not set in, um, in Keithley or anything, but I've called this one Deja Vu Eyes. And I'm going to throw this one in simply because, um, I sort of, I like looking into the, um, paranormal, if you like, or have we met before as in, as in Deja Vu. And, um, that sort of thing, and reincarnation, it sort of, it, well, it fascinates me, things like that. And I often wondered as a child, when you, you look at people, have you um, met before, and all that sort of thing. It's probably another another podcast <clears throat> interview, discussion, that sort of thing. And this was penned, I have some good friends in uh, Manchester, and I always say the wrong side of the Pennines. And anyway, I was going down, this, um, this next poem was penned a couple of years ago, um, and I'm on the train going down to uh, meet up with, uh, I'm either going to a, maybe a venue or a gig or this particular time I'm, uh, I was actually going to, uh, to a festival and I did pen a couple of poems and I, you sort of look at people and think, have we, have we sort of met um, before, but this one, <clears throat> this one follows a path of, of, uh, I suppose a little bit of, um, bit of sexual chemistry, shall we say. Um, have we been there? Have we not? I don't know. You'll have to, uh, you'll have to decide. And uh, this was called Deja Vu Eyes. Your eyes, a gateway, deep wells of emotion, running with waters of life from where you first loved. Your eyes, your eyes tell, feel, your eyes do not lie, they long. Your eyes strip bare. Your eyes desire nakedness. Eyes replace words. Difficult conversations. Eyes guide, eyes reveal. Eyes respond when clothes peel. Eyes excite when fingertips caress and feel. Eyes digest seductive curves, eyes wide, eyes shut, eyes wild with rhythmic pleasure. Eyes do not breathe heavily, eyes are not sweat soaked, eyes close in climax. We never asked names, but we had 
That deja vu feeling. We had those deja vu eyes. Okay, well, I hope you've enjoyed the portrait from um, Red Brick Wall and other northern poems. What I'm going to do now is just, I think I'm just going to do have a little bit of, bit of a gamble here. And I'll tell you why that is. Because I did mention the... Um, I did mention the poet's pasture, and these I um, I'm going to throw in a couple <clears throat> of um, I'm couple throw in a couple of of brand new poems. Actually, it only penned whenever you are listening to um, this podcast. It's th- these were penned on the twenty third of the seventh, the twenty third of July, and I tell you now, it's a Sunday, and in sunny Yorkshire, it's we've had so much rain. And I wanted to go, wanted to go over to the poet's pasture, and I'm currently working. There'll be more of these poems coming your way. Wanted to work on. Um, I wanted to work on uh, on a set of of poems regarding nature, and got some workshops coming up. <clears throat> so it's unedited. Um, first time I've sort of shared this one. Um, I've only sort of read it to myself in my in my head. So let's see how this one goes. They're, they're a bit more bit more polished if you like the previous ones um and i've got a couple i've got one called rain and one called apple tree so i'll finish this podcast with these it's called rain and this is what it sounds like an exclusive on the writer's bookshelf podcast rain 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 soaking soothing Rhythmic, pitter-patter, drumming, washing, cleansing, rain, wet rain, falling forever, filling gullies, washing cars clean from tiresome motorway miles, cooling cobbles, lashing windows, lashing fences, Catching out, forgotten washing on a line. Droplets trickle, droplets run. Droplets of dreams, droplets pool. Rain, 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 rain. I feel safe. Rain, I feel happy. Rain, I feel like a copper. Muddy fields, flooded roads, seagulls invade pitches, ducks delight, cobwebs catch and glisten, ivy drips, grass thrives, I'm green with envy, walking in a shower, always a leaky shoe, rain Rain, rain, wet leaves, wet earth, wonderful scent, grey skies, buckets more, plenty left, soaked to the skin. But I love that wet dog smell, clothes drying, rain, rain, rain. Butter on toast, mug of tea, canine content, drying 
together happy together rain not stopping gallons and gallons left above rain 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 drowning in thoughts drowning in tranquility drowning in a soaking rain 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 i love you rain hope you like that one the exclusive rain and this next one um yeah next one another one on sunday apple tree we've got an apple tree in the poets pasture so a final exclusive and then that will be possibly the end of the very, f- very first podcast apple tree is the title this is what it sounds like in orchards in gardens on branches longing to be picked stolen by passers-by or vagabonds with no intention to return fallen to rot i think not even insects enjoy a juicy bite cider in pubs cider in fields we are the cider drinkers apple seed apple pips apple core never a bore isaac's head son not dead never farewell william tell my thoughts are with a freshly baked delicious apple pie dripping and drowning in double thick white cream good stuff indeed i'm feeling a little bit uh, a little bit uh, a little bit hungry, and I have to say, let you into a little secret, whilst I have been recording this, I did just previously, just very shortly, a short time ago, shared rain with you. It's raining again, um, it's round about sort of lunchtime, and um, it's been threatening to rain, and it's raining again, rain, rain, go away, as we say. Well, that is sadly it for the very first Writer's Bookshelf podcast all i can say is if you like what you have been listening to then please continue to listen and download the podcast and they will be going out every tuesday watch the tuesdays for the new uploads and i might even give you a special super duper saturday it is of course the end but We'll be back with more, more of the writer's bookshelf, more of the cockwinkles. So keep writing, keep penning the poems, keep writing the plays, keep in touch and keep supporting. I'm going to say goodbye for now and play you out with the brilliant Lost for Words. Thank you for listening and we will be speaking soon. Goodbye for now.